Now, Porik Horgan, who is our resident gardening expert, he of the Horgan Garden Centre family. Uh, Porik, good morning and a happy Christmas to you. And a very happy Christmas to you, Pat. Now, you've a whole pile of jobs that people might uh, think of doing to prepare for when the good weather and the mild uh, win- uh, <laughs> the, the mild winter, uh, because it is mild, when that uh, allows us to get out and about. So, what should we be doing? And we are promised uh, good weather, Pat, over the next 10 to 12 days. There is high pressure coming in. Um, so, we're going to see a, a mixture of mild but, but quite dry weather and believe it or not the garden centres are full of next year's seed potatoes vegetable seeds all the onion sets and shallots and garlic are actually all in stock now so if you visit your local garden centre over the Christmas period you'll be able to pick up all the new potato varieties varieties like Orla and Colleen and Sharps Express beautiful easy to grow early varieties that listeners should be sprouting over the Christmas and January period in preparation for planting out in the spring. Garden centre are also full of the summer flowering bulbs, things like dahlias and begonias and the lovely long-stemmed gladioli and scented lilies. Again, those bulbs can be got now, but planted up in January uh, in pots and containers indoors to get them started for the spring. So we're preparing really for spring pot, particularly in the grow your own and also in flowering plants. Plants like tomatoes, again, they're sown from seed in January. So again, get your seed over the Christmas period. Varieties like the beautiful Gardener's Delight or Shirley are easy varieties to sow indoors for in January for planting out then later on in, in the uh, on. Okay. late spring, early summer. Now, now, even as I look out on the dismal weather uh, in my garden at the moment, I'm not getting out there today, but many people want gardening questions uh, answered. And I'll start with this one. Can you ask, Porik, if a mini weeping Cotoneaster tree would thrive in a pot? If so, what size pot would Porik recommend? And does it matter what the pot is made of? That's from Eileen in Wexford, who sends us all her Christmas greetings. And a great question because the weeping cotoneaster is an evergreen plant, so it retains the foliage, flowers in the spring and has beautiful berries at this time of year, which last well into the spring. It grows quite well in a container, but you need a large pot, something like a half barrel, maybe a timber barrel or a big terracotta pot because you need something weighty because the tree is evergreen. The wind is going to catch it during the winter period. Mm. So a nice big pot. Um, and planted up at this time of year, it's easy to grow. There are different varieties of weeping cotoneaster. Hybridus pendulous is probably the most common variety, but there's a more dwarf and compact variety called Queen of Carpets or Coral Beauty. So when you're visiting your your, gar- your local garden centre, look for maybe some of the less vigorous varieties and they'll do really well in pots and containers. But a nice big pot is what I would advise. Okay, I planted pots of spring bulbs ready for colour in the spring. However, they're already sprouting up in the last few weeks. Should I bring the pots into the shed in case of frost? That's from Roseanne. Roseanne, leave them outdoors. The weather is so mild at the moment that all bulbs are well above soil level. They're, they're ahead of the normal spring growth. So it's, it's, it's typical of the year we're having, Pat, that really mild weather. But the foliage on bulbs is really hardy. And if we get some late frost, some heavy frost, they'll be perfectly fine. It's not going to damage the developing flower bulb inside. So keep them out of outside in a sheltered spot, leave them out in the rain and they'll be perfectly fine. And then you can plant them in early spring where you want them to flower. 
Uh, caterpillars of the cabbage butterfly. I never saw this before. They're fine and healthy, dining on the leaves of sprouts. What can I do? Well, the birds will actually come along and, and, and clean them off for you because at this time of year, now it is unusual in December, we normally see the white cabbage butterfly um, in springtime in April and May, but it does lay a second generation, normally in August, September, which hatch out for the winter, autumn, winter period. And again, it's just a symptom of the very mild winter we've had, have passed to see caterpillars feeding on Brussels sprouts. Look at the bird. You can pick them off. There's no point using yeah. an insecticide this time of year to control them. They're not going to do a whole lot of damage. They're going to eat the leaves and the sprouts will be perfectly edible and perfectly usable. So I would okay, just leave them But alone. the birds will do Har- the business anyway. Absolutely. Hungry birds will do the business. Um, Robin says, I planted a bare root apple and pear tree this spring. They've grown quite high, but not out. Should I prune them height-wise? or should I wait another year? I often think that fruit trees, Pat, are a bit like children. You need to start training them as young as possible. And it is very important with apple trees when you get them. When you're buying them in the garden centre, ask the staff to actually prune them for you because you really need to start pruning them from the year you plant them because it's all about developing a nice, full, wine-shaped glass uh, shape on the tree, so a nice open shape. So it's important to prune them back, and this is a really good time of year for pruning apple trees in general. So shorten back all the growth of bed this year by two-thirds. So a typical apple tree will make two to three feet of growth in a year, so shorten that back by 18 inches to two feet, and that will help to spread the tree out then in early spring. Is it too late, and many people are asking this, uh, too late to plant daffodils? Eric from Limerick being one of them who's asking this question. Well, the difficulty will be actually getting the bulbs. If you have the bulbs, and many people buy the bulbs in September and forget to plant them. So if you've got spring flowering bulbs in your garage, plant them over the Christmas period. They'll be perfectly fine. They'll come into flower maybe a tad late, probably at the end of March, but get them into the garden soil or indeed put them into pots and containers like our previous listener and grow them out of doors with the view to plant them then into the final area in early spring but get the bulbs into the particularly the spring flowering bulbs pat they need to go into the garden soil now i have several bird feeders hanging in trees around my garden these attract many different species of birds which are beautiful to watch unfortunately the bird feeders also attract squirrels who devour the food often breaking or stealing the feeders i would appreciate any advice to prevent the squirrels from doing this well, you can actually get a, a squirrel-proof feeder, Pat. It's, a, it's, it's your typical feeder inside a cage. So if you go to your local garden centre and ask them for a squirrel-proof feeder, they're actually available. And they have the benefit of keeping the larger birds like crows and magpies away from the feeders as well, but also keep the squirrels out. So you need that physical barrier to keep the, the uh, squirrel away from the nester. And uh, those feeders are available in local garden centres. So just ask for that. Can you ask Porik why our mix hedge of euonymus and holly never has any berries, a different variety of holly in the hedge? Well, euonymus and and hollies will work very well together, but hollies need cross-pollinators. And we do have male varieties of holly, like Silver Queen, that won't bear berries on its own. So you need to introduce a partner. Um, So generally when you're planting a, a, a holly hedge, you add male and female varieties together so you get that cross-pollination keep an eye in early spring to see when the flowers come on the uh, holly as long as it's flowering then it's a pollination problem so try to identify which holly variety you've planted 
and then get either a male or female um, to, to, to obviously pollinate the flowers in an early spring. Two good varieties are Silver Queen, which is a, a male variety, or Golden King. And those mixed together give you the beautiful berries every winter. I planted sweet pea too late last summer to flower. Will they flower early next summer or should I pull them out? They look very healthy. No, no, leave them alone. And if anything, I would actually just trim the tops of them because that'll keep the height relatively low and help them to branch out. And sweet peas are winter hardy. uh, So they're a hardy annual. So they'll be perfectly fine over the winter period. If we do get a really, really cold period, maybe put a little bit of garden fleece or some straw around the base of them. But they'll come back into, they'll come into flower um, early this year. They'll probably be in flower at the end of June. Um, And this is actually an excellent time of year, Pat, as we come into January, to sow the seed of sweet pea indoors. So if you want early flowers, sow it early. But those plants will be perfectly fine. Trim them back slightly, give them a little bit of protection if we get really cold weather. But apart from that, they'll be lovely next June. Neve in the Midlands says, I bought two Skimia Jap Pabella for my front door last Christmas. They had lovely red berries. I fed them regularly during the summer and they appear healthy with new leaves, but no berries this year. Will I get berries again or is there something more I should be doing to look after them? Absolutely. Well, that Skimia Japonica pata comes all the way from to, to us from Japan. They're again, like the hollies, that we have male and female varieties. So the listener obviously has a female variety that buried last year, but no berries this year. So you need to introduce a male and a really good variety of Skimia, Skimia male variety is one called Skimia rubella. Like the rubella measles, it's got these beautiful red buds at this time of year that come into flower in April. They're highly scented and they're brilliant for cross-pollinating with other skimmia varieties like skimmia japonica. So visit your local garden centre, ask them for a skimmia rubella, a male variety of skimmia, plant that up into a pot or container somewhere relatively close to the other two. And this time next year, you'll have loads of berries. You'll have your berries. All right. Absolutely. A final one for today. Dave in Dunleary says, how do I kill overgrown running bamboo? It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's very difficult to to eradicate it. And and bamboo, really, you need a glyphosate weed killer, something similar to Roundup to control um, bamboo. Uh, So that should be applied in April or May to the the foliage and stems. That'll be carried down into the root and kill off the offending bamboo. It's really, there's a plant that you have to be careful where you're planting it because it does spread and it can become a nuisance. All right, Porik, look, on that note, we have to leave it there, Porik Horkin. And uh, may I wish you and yours, Porik, a very, very happy Christmas. And hopefully the weather will be nice and we'll all get out in our gardens uh, over the Christmas period and into the new year. (music) 